The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Hello? Hey, uh, Adam Hood. Hey, man. Hey, Adam, it's Scott Munn and Tug Coward over here at the Braves Radio Network. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good, fellas. How are y'all doing? Doing great. You talk like I do, so that makes me like you already. <laughs> it's geographical, right? I'm thinking so. And I expect that one day we'll find out that Jesus talks like this. <laughs> Boy, I hope so. Adam Hood makes pure southern music by mixing soul and country with his distinctive songwriting and Opelika, Alabama roots. After earning a strong reputation as a songwriter in Nashville, Adam Hood made a big splash with his 2018 record Somewhere in Between. And now in 2022, his fifth studio album, Bad Days Better, has arrived. Recorded at the legendary Capricorn Studios in beautiful Macon, Georgia, with the help of members of Blackberry Smoke and with Brent Cobb in the producer's chair, it's a dynamite collection of great Southern songs from the one and only Adam Hood. So, let's talk with Mr. Hood about his new record, growing up in Alabama, and being born and raised an Atlanta Braves fan. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. See, Adam, I was born down south, and then I traveled all around with my dad in the military, and uh, they ruined my accent. And then we retired back down here, and I got my y'all back. So I was born and raised up in northwest Georgia in Dalton, just south of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, 
know what that is. All right, yeah, man. Carbon capital of the world ain't much up there, but working folks, and they're good people. I uh, left and went in the Navy, and I was stationed in Virginia, which is still li- relatively southern. It's, it's kind of been taken over by crazies, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's relatively southern. And then I was stationed in Florida in Jacksonville, so it's definitely southern. So I, I was lucky, man. I stayed in all the roots areas. Yeah, pretty much southern states. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah man. Exactly. So thank y'all for your service. Oh, yeah, man, awesome. it was my honor. There's nothing I'm more proud of than my service. I dropped out of college three times, which I'm not so proud of, and I try not to tell my kid about it. But uh, <laughs> but but the main main reason was I joined the Navy, and then the other two, I can't blame on the Navy. <laughs> well, you know, college is one of those things that, like, it's necessary for certain things, but, I mean, I, I didn't finish school either. I mean, there's there's no higher education on being a songwriter, to be honest with you. I mean, there is, you know, if you've got Belmont money, but I don't have Belmont money. You know, yeah, my, my dad was a forester, so, I mean, you know, we didn't, didn't really have, have private school education. Money, son, so. And my son wants to go to college and play baseball, and we looked at uh, Belmont because I was like, well, Nashville's a good town. Let's check Belmont. And then we checked that price, yeah. and we're like, buddy, I got to tell you, let's stay, let's stay in Georgia. <laughs> Use that hope scholarship. I know, right? I know. You know, it's funny you say that because when so I grew up in Opelika, which is Lee County. Okay, so so that borders the Georgia state line. Well, mm-hmm. the one place where you could Columbus State University was over there, and for yeah. a while they had a jazz department, and and it was like a jazz guitar department. The head of the department was a jazz guitar player. So I went over there for a semester to study. They grandfathered us into in-state tuition, which was nice, but because I was an Alabama resident, I didn't have the hope scholarship. So it was real. I was kind of uh, jealous. I was like, man, all these kids over here got this Hope Scholarship money and all this stuff. Man, I wish I had that. Yeah, so, no kidding. But, and and let me yeah. tell you, Columbus State's a good baseball school, too. Speaking of, because I love baseball, for sure. Big Braves fan, big uh, Georgia baseball, just college baseball, to be honest with you. Right. High school and Little League, I love it all. The one thing I heard you say, you're in Alabama. So are you a, a Roll Tide or a War Eagle? Are you going to love this? So I'm an Auburn fan. I grew up an Auburn fan. Like I said, grew up in Opelika. I, I didn't go to school there but I, you know I, I spent my formative years playing in Auburn and stuff like that that's kind of where my career started I lived in Tuscaloosa married to a local like my wife went to school here went to college um, with high school and college here everyone in her family graduated from Alabama so I, I'm an Auburn student like 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 officially or an Auburn fan officially behind enemy line oh my goodness so Adam Hood how do you uh, deal with that house divided situation uh, have you seen the the winning record? Uh, uh, Alabama yeah. pretty much got us licked, so I really don't have a leg to stand on. So I just tuck my tail between my legs and keep my mouth shut, and just wait for next year. <laughs> I don't know yet. I mean, there's those there's those years though that Auburn will show up with a little kick six. That's a tough place to play, Jordan Air. Yeah, they pull out a little razzle dazzle every now and then. Yeah, that's true. In fact, when when the kick six happened, my father in law and I were duck hunting in Arkansas. And it was just the two of us sitting in a, a, a duck hunting cabin, and there were guns and everything. And I'm amazed I walked out with my life, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey Adam, uh, besides Southern music, we all know that the Braves are what really brings the South together. Um, I grew up loving Dale Murphy. I had his poster on the wall. I'm a, obviously a huge Bobby Cox fan. I, I started the Thanks Bobby campaign in the year he retired because uh, I was so sad about it and wanted everybody to celebrate 
his career. What about you? Pretty much the same thing. When I, when I was a kid, you know, growing up in Opelika, the closest, I mean, really the closest any professional sports that we had was in Atlanta. You know, we weren't really close to the Saints or, or anything like that. So uh, when I was a kid playing Little League, I, I went to see a lot of those, well, a few of those Braves games. And yeah, it was back in when Murphy and Horner and Ramirez and all those guys were playing. So um, I have a lot of fond memories of those kind of things. It's it's hard to keep up with, with, the, with the playing schedule, just with, with touring and stuff like that, you know. But, uh, but I mean, usually around playoffs, time I, I try to try to be a little bit more attentive to what's going on so and it's always good to see the Braves have have good seasons like they've been having so heck that's yeah. great heck yeah man hey Tug you know anybody who references Rafael Ramirez Buddy, that's a Braves fan that's right a there true Braves fan number right. 16 at shortstop <laughs> in the powder blues <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was those are those are the years that I remember the best. Bob Warner was my favorite. He was my he was my favorite. I wasn't a catcher though. I wasn't really a, a baseball player to be honest with you. I was too flat footed to play baseball, but I liked Warner. So well, if it makes anyway. you feel any better, Adam, I, I wasn't good enough to actually play. I think they didn't cut me from the high school team because they felt bad, and and they wouldn't even they, literally they wouldn't even let me get up to go fetch a foul ball. They'd be like, "No, nah, we got it." So I mean, I was not good either. I get it. Yeah, I had to write for my uh, I had to write for my high school paper in order to be involved man it was no they weren't even <laughs> near right. it so we're all in the same boat if you really think about it we're all in the, same. the only thing that you've done though is back when you're about 16 you're playing country music covers in local restaurants there in opelika so that journey a lot of hard work involved i mean to me you know i had one of my former employers at the carnival music he you know one of the things he said was that you know the guys that he admires the most are the guys that just never quit you know and it's funny how especially you know like with your son and I'm, I'm sure you run into this a lot that there are certain there are certain sayings and 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 kind of you know mo's that are that are timeless and they're almost cliche because they work i mean you know the whole don't give up stuff is i mean it really is that applies you know i mean it just takes you know no two careers i've, I've never seen two careers that are exactly the same and, and and if they are the same then one of them is successful and one of them is a failure so everyone is completely different and then you know it just you gotta you gotta really unconditionally love something enough to where you can put up with every setback and pitfall and no and you're not good enough and we don't need you to, to just weather through it because it, at the end of the day you know the the one that's standing is the one that kind of stands the longest <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean so that really is i mean it just it you know it's it's that it's it takes it, it kind of takes everything but at the end of the, but truthfully you know when it's everything and you love it like that it doesn't it's never felt like work to me you know i mean some of it's some of it's hard you know, but it's really it's the it's the tedious parts that are hard, and it's the rejection parts of it that are hard, and it's the, we don't care. I heard Wyatt Durrett say, you know, even with with the the you know, I mean, you're talking about a guy that yeah. chicken Holy fry and a million smokes. other songs, yeah. and he said it's still 98 percent no. You know, even Wyatt goes through those things. So, so you just you know, you just got to love it enough to sort of deal with the deal with the down. Really, we're talking to uh, Adam Hood. He is legendary Southern music and songwriter. American Americana guy here on the Braves Radio Network and the Braves Country Podcast. And since you brought up Wyatt specifically and Chicken Fried, man, I, I've been working country radio for, gosh, 20 years now, and there's so many country artists that have recorded your songs. I mean, Little Big Town, Miranda Lambert, The Harder Stuff. Yeah. I mean, you guys are blowing up on Americana radio with that. Travis Tritt, Riley Green, who's also an Alabama boy, Luke yeah. Combs. 
that's a pretty darn incredible list of people who have recorded your music. Yeah, thank you. I, <laughs> I just try the same thing. I just try to take the good with, with the bad. And I try my best to say yes more than I say no. And just really, you know, really make sure that my no's are, are appropriate, you know. So, um, but yeah, I've had... I've had a real good run, and, and I've, I've really enjoyed it, and I've made some good friends, and that's the cool thing about it. You know, like, Brent and I are close. You know, we're, we're, we're really close. We talk, you know. Your friends easy. as well as colleagues. Right, exactly. You know, and, and, you know, with Riley, I mean, man, I remember when that guy was, was playing corner bars and stuff like that and, would you know, would come in and, and, and shows the bars at Zydeco and sing one song with us, you know. So, so it's cool to sort of – watch and be around just again same thing you know no two careers are the same and no two paths are the same and and i learned something from both of those guys and i learned something from luke and you know miranda's been i mean she was kind of the person that got me my job in nashville when i was started writing she introduced me to frank Liddell and i mean that was because you know they saw me in a bar their car broke down and she saw me in a bar so it's been a really interesting run and i'm, I'm still climbing even at you know i'm 47 and i'm still I still got things that I do and, and things that, you know, put my feet on the ground in the morning. So I'm pretty blessed. When you realize that you love where you are and you're content where you are, the sky's the limit, really. You can probably attest to this. Like, I don't know that, that our parents had that luxury. You know, I mean, I remember when my dad was a station, he was a youthful guy. But, you know, I, I just felt like you said, there's so much of the world that's ahead of me and, and you and things like that and, at our age that, man, 40s just don't, it don't look like it used to. That's <laughs> from, right. From where I was sitting. 20 years ago talking with adam hood here on the braves country podcast adam let's talk about the new album your new album bad days better produced by brent cobb the new album features 10 new songs recorded at the historic capricorn studios in macon and you got miranda lambert as we said singing on a great track called harder stuff my favorite part you had blackberry smoke in the studio as your backing band toured with those guys for five years and they're some of my favorite people in the world and the energy on this album it really shows through uh, about you know kind of lets the listener see like how much fun you guys were having in the studio man it was a really cool experience and and you know it's one of those things to where that had covid not happened this would never have been an issue i mean you know Rat, ben ratliff my manager um he had gone down to capricorn and i think he had i think he went to the grand opening party or something like that this was december before covid so i guess what that was 2019 december 2019 mm -hmm. and so by march everything shut down well the, they still had stuff to do in the studio and so Brent had done something virtual with uh, the George Music Hall of Fame, and then Charlie and the Blackberry Smoke guys went in there with Jimmy Hall. So they had they had a little bit of, of experience in the studio. And man, I mean, it was just as easy as a phone call. And you know, Charlie and I grew up real close to each other. He's from he's from White Valley area, and me being from Opelika, and I think he he graduated from that school about a year before I did. So we are kind of in the same circle, but never really worked together, ironically. And so it was a really cool experience. We we just went down to Macon. We spent five days in a bed and breakfast, and and just had a, or an Airbnb, and and had a a, a great a, a great week. And, and I'm really proud of this record. I think it's different. I think it was a whole different approach. I think I was able to work with some some real friends, and you know I, I was able to give Brent the reins on this, and you know 
I, I feel like it, that if there was anybody that I could trust with, with you know, my music, it, it would be Brent. Like you said, your manager, Ben, he's a great friend of mine, Ben Ratliff, and um, he sent us the record in advance, man. We've been listening to it, Tug and I, and it's really cool stuff. It was cool to hear new music from our friend Britt Turner. We should tip our hats real quick to him. Uh, recently suffered a heart attack, and but he's recovered now, as, and I heard he's at home in Atlanta getting ready to get back behind the drums. But his energy is so incredible. Yeah, that seemed really sudden, to be honest with you. I mean, because you take for granted time signatures and, and, and for lack of a better word, feel when it comes to country and rock and blues and things. And you kind of got to get it right uh, or it sounds like you don't have it right. And, and those guys got it right. I mean, just and Richard and, and, and Charlie, they were just there. It's a testament to how great of, of artists they are. They really are. So it was a, a good experience. And yeah, I think I think a lot of them and I, I, I keep in touch with them as much as I possibly can. And I'm just, you know, keep them on my prayers and, and talk to them as much as I can. They're great, great guys. Good friends to have. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Yeah, with Britt and Richard Turner being brothers, they bring in that, well, it's a great rhythm section because they can really just, they don't even have to look at each other and they know what's going on, but they're also, it's that Southern tradition of brothers in the band, and I just think it's great that you got together with the Blackberry Smoke guys on this thing, so uh, it's really exciting to me because it's kind of like a Blackberry Smoke uh, side thing. Side project thing. So, yeah, a for, Yeah, in a way, I mean, it's, uh, it's, your, it's Adam's record, but it's also, I think Blackberry Smoke fans are going to need to get this thing. I'd like to see that be the case. I mean, I, I think it's a, like you said. I think it's a side of them that that uh, that you really don't. I mean, I if, if, if I haven't heard much of it on Blackberry Smoke Records, and you know, it, there's probably out of the ten 
uh, out of the 10 songs, there's probably about two songs that have guitar solos. So we really limited Charlie and his ability. <laughs> <laughs> I put, blame Brent for that one. You put Char- that was the producer's uh, You put Charlie in the corner. You put Charlie on the bench. Right, yes. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with the fact that he's yeah. an Auburn fan? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. uh, if it, that, you know what? That probably was Brent doing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's what Picking on the Auburn fans in the, in the, in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, we talked about harder stuff with Miranda Lambert, which I love Miranda Lambert. She may be one of my favorite female artists in country music of all time, and I mean up there with Dolly and Loretta Lynn and people like that. That song with her on it is incredible. But there's one that that stood out to me even more, and it's called Business with Jesus. And look, man, I'm a man that loves Jesus, and I'm proud of it. Tell me about Business with Jesus. Uh, You know, uh, so I wrote that song with Pat McLaughlin, and Pat Pat is a a pretty legendary songwriter and a a guy that I've written a lot of my songs with. And, you know, the, the, the running joke is if I can... If I can go in with Pat with, with, and write, sit down with him and with four lines, if I can take him four lines, we've got we've got a great song. And uh, the, I, I walked in with the living with the devil's been hard or well, dealing with the devil's been hard as hell. Now I'm doing business with Jesus. And I don't know, you know, it's just one of those things that's probably a Sunday. And I was listening to gospel music and and <laughs> that that one that one came out. So I but uh it's an interesting kind of spin on stuff like that. Funny to put a cuss word right on the line in front well, of Jesus. But let me tell you, we're all guilty. Come on, man. I was in the Navy. I cuss like a sailor. A friend of mine, she's in her in her kitchen. She's got a towel, you know, one you just dry off the dishes with, and it says, I love Jesus and I cuss a lot. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I would be just as happy to have a Dove Award as I would a Grammy. So, I mean, if anybody's, anybody can pull any strings there, that'd be, that'd be just as good for me. That's interesting <laughs> you bring that up. When we talked to Brent, how long ago was that? A month or two? Maybe about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. so we talked to him, and, you know, he, his new album has got a southern gospel feel to it, man. He's doing, yeah. you know, Softly and Tenderly and stuff like that, songs that I grew up going to church with my grandma and papa with. Did any of that bleed into this project and, and business with Jesus? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, you know, you, I, I, was, I was listening to a, an interview with Ford Vance, and, and he, he kind of associated songwriting with excavating is what he called it. And I thought that was a really, really good illustration because you really are kind of, you're digging. And, and you know, anybody that grew up, like you said, I mean, we, you know, the, my first memories of music were in church. My, you know, my, my deepest memories of music were in church. I noticed in traveling that, that those are the songs that, it's interesting how well people relate to, to melodies and to times that surround around like this, the Baptist hymnal and things like that. Like, you can tell that, that, that those are the things that, that the light comes on in people's heads when they hear songs that go, oh, yeah, that song kind of sounds like so-and-so. It's this, you know what I mean? So um, I try to stick as close as I can to those things because it's a, like I said, you know, it's an, it's an associative thing. And, and yes, yeah, it's, it's been part of my upbringing. And, and, you know, so the closer I can get to where I started, the, the I feel like the, the more integrity I'll keep. Speaking of integrity, uh, making this record at Capricorn Studios, what is it like for an artist like you, a Southern artist? I tell you this, the guy that, I, I don't know if he was the dean or, or what the deal is, but one of the guys from Mercer was there, and he said that when they came in and, and they, they decided to, to you know, re, you know, rebuild Capricorn, they they walked in and the, the ceiling was caved in and the floor was going, but the studio room was completely intact. And so, you know, it was, so everything that happened Every vibe that was there when all those other great actual recording is still there. And you can. You can feel it. And there's 
you know, every studio has a character and every studio has a certain sound. You know, there's wood in the walls of all those places and it's all there for a reason. And, um, you know, even, you know, there's, you know, Ronnie Milstadt has a place up in Nashville and his place is, is kind of, you know, it, it has its own personality. Capricorn has a personality. Fame has a personality. And so it was really neat to go in and and really dig into that studio space. And I think it's sonically, I think it's greatly responsible for the way this record sounds. I mean, this record is warm and lo-fi and just kind of sounds like it ought to be, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, about 30 years too, too late, basically. So, but uh, yeah, but I mean, it was, it was a great experience and, and you, you certainly, you certainly feel the energy when you're there. Yeah. I think uh, making it there, instantly makes the record into an important record. It's historical right out of the shoot, and I hope fans will go get the record right away or go to adamhood.com right now and get your download CD, vinyl copy. I love that you made records, man. That's fantastic. Bad Days Better, adamhood.com. Let's also talk about tour dates. You can find all those on the website as well. Uh, there's some that we want to mention here. Adam Hood is playing Americana Fest in Nashville and has a record release show for Bad Days Better on Saturday, September 17th at Bobby's Idol Hour in Nashville. It's a great spot. Uh, Sunday, September 18th, all of Atlanta needs to pack into Eddie's Attic for a Sunday night 6 p.m. show with Adam Hood. That's Eddie's Attic in Decatur, Georgia, Sunday, September 18th. I just got a text from your manager, Ben Ratliff, and he says that today, and I think we're going to actually scoop everybody, is they're going to announce your your Grand Ole Opry debut is coming up. Is that right? What? Yes, I know. First time at the old Opry. First time standing at the at the in, in the, the circle. circle. Uh, yeah, it'll be October twenty second. Yeah, we're today's the day that we're announcing that. So thank you guys for for helping me announce that. That's a kind of goes back to what we we're talking about. Even even at my age, I still have this is a first. <laughs> so it's the stuff that keeps me young. And man, I tell you. It wasn't a goal, but it's always a goal. Now that now that we're going to do it, you realize, oh man, you know, this is it's like the ultimate validation for for someone that that in any way, shape, or form plays country music, just to be able to say, you know, you're invited to go play the opera even once, you know. So um, I am just I'm I'm over the moon about it. It's kind of kind of hard to retain myself, to be honest with you. <laughs> so and that's really exciting. It's so understandable as a guy that has grown up on country music and worked country radio for 20 years. I understand the importance of the Grand Ole. Opry, and I know how totally. much I love it, and so much so that Vince Neal, the singer from Motley Crue, they actually let him play on the Grand Ole Opry, and, and while that may seem like out of character for the Opry, it shows you that even a guy that was a glam metal, you know, Motley yeah. Crue singer, he wanted to go play the Grand Ole Opry. It's that important. Right. You understand, you know, the, the same thing. You know, you, you are, everyone in one one way or another is a product of their influences, and, it, you know, even you know, metal is a, is a product of rock and roll and i mean that all came from kind of hank williams and things like that so yeah it's it's really important and and i mean i'm just like i said i'm I'm just i'm thrilled i'm really really excited about it so so congratulations man absolutely congratulations now in the south we know family is is everything so let's talk about your family and and what it means to grow up southern family big family small family describe it for us Uh, i grew up i'm I'm an only child so uh, i grew up with very small family Um, i'm me and i grew up in oklahoma my mother uh, was a real estate agent when I was in high school, but she owns a flower shop now. And so my dad, my dad passed away about 12 years ago, but he was a forester. He was in the forestry industry. And uh, so I went from there to, I have uh, three girls. I'm married uh, here and have, have a, a grown child. And then I have one that's six and I have one that's four. And uh, it is, it is never a dull moment around my house. 
That kid's really interesting. That's really what they're supposed to be. What a great story, man. And so I lost my dad like three years ago, and it never gets easier. Yeah, it is. It's it's tough, you know, and there's it's one of those things where there's 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 life advice mm. that you would really, really want to ask. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I always kind of feel like he's there. I mean, I, and I always have, you know, but, of it, course. you know, like you said, it's been been the, all these years and, and still, you know, it's just it's never it's never easy. Every so. time I hear a George Strait song, man, I could tear up at any moment. And it just depends yeah. on how it hits me. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Dad, dad was like that, too. George Strait was one of his heroes. It's funny. Gosh. All the guys out in Texas, they were all Willie Nelson guys or Mickey Gilly. They like those guys. Right. <laughs> and George in Alabama, George Strait, the king. Totally. Yep. Absolutely. You know, another musician from Alabama that uh, that your music reminds me of, Adam Hood, uh, Eddie Hinton. Are you an Eddie Hinton fan at all? You ever know, yeah, you, Eddie was one of the guys that wrote a bunch of those old Stax record songs, right? Yeah, absolutely. He was a soulful Southern kind of guy, and he had the same kind of thing where he was infusing that soul in there. Not really, wi- uh, not really widely known, and he kind of had a tragic ending to his life. But um, and that's why it's so important to stay grounded and focused, you know. But I, I just wanted you to, you should check him out. There's some of his stuff that uh, I think would you would really dig. So, yeah, that's true. The, the few songs of his that I've heard, the, 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 the kind of shallow dive I've taken, I really love, and I, I agree. I think that there's a lot of lot of stylistic similarities. I'll have to dig a little bit more into that. But I have heard the name, and, and uh, yeah, he's it's it, you're right. It's, it's just you know I think Georgia's pretty pretty typical of it too there's just a kind of a an interesting hybrid that that comes out of, of being in the southeast you know it's not it's not texas it's not blues but it's it's you know it's not bluegrass but it's kind of all of the above and and none of the above at the same time you know i mean you're talking about travis tritt i mean that was that class of 89 with garth and clint and all yeah. those guys travis was the guy that i gravitated to he, number one because he didn't wear a hat but number two because i mean you know he was the bluesier side of things and the rock side of things so, you know, that was really, you know, I, I listened to all that music, but he was the guy that was really the most influential on, on what I did and then how I learned to write and sing and play. Man, that's awesome. I grew up a big old Travis Tritt fan myself, man. We got to get him on the uh, the Braves Country podcast because he's a big Braves fan, too. Southern food. We love baseball, but ain't nothing better to get in the baseball park and getting a hot dog. What about when you're out on the road? Wendell's is a great place in Nashville. I mean, you know, I think we kind of have, have, uh, have nailed down the old meat and three down here in this love area. It. I mean, I, I love that place. Um, you know, Dreamland is, is, is the, the original one is, is here in Tuscaloosa, so that's always a good place. There's, so good. There's a place right across the street called Archibald's here in Tuscaloosa that we, we kind of you know, it's funny because Brittany and I, my wife and I kind of make the joke that, like, I'll, I'll call in and place an order and you can go in and then you can tell they never write it down. But, right. I mean, w- w- what's the point in writing it down? You're either going to get ribs or you're going to get the pork. And so, Cheers, you know, it's hard to mess it up. Yeah, exactly. So, we like that place. And, yeah, that's that's those are those are three places I can think of. But, it, I mean, shoot, it's all good. It's all it's all stuff I have to really main work really hard to not frequent too much. Yeah, absolutely. It ain't good for your waistline at this age. Yeah, I know. I know I the know. feeling. I won't be able to sit in my seat. Hey, Adam Hood, thanks for joining us on the Braves Country Podcast. The new record is Bad Days Better. Folks, get it now at adamhood.com. Man, thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this. I, you know, I, I know... I, I listen to enough, you know, podcasts and radio shows and stuff like that to know that that you know when your when your fans tune in, they they want to hear the subject matter and 
And so thank you guys for taking the time to, to sort of go to have a little bit of a tangent to help me promote the stuff. And oh, my gosh. It means a lot. Yeah, you bet, man. With music that's so exceptional and people that, that may not have had the opportunity to hear your music, they need to. And we encourage them. And we're so grateful for your time and your talent. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Braves Country Podcast here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. You know, you got an open invitation. Anytime you come up toward Atlanta, you're here toward the battery, man. We'd love to hear you come in and uh, bring a guitar and maybe pick out a few songs. Well, maybe I'll do that during that September show if we can find some time to do that. I'll be around. I mean, Eddie's, you know, the cool thing is about Eddie's Attic, that was the place that, like, when I decided I wanted to write songs, that was it. There was a loft in Columbus, Georgia, and there was Eddie's Attic. Those were the only two places that I would call a a writer's room. And so, you know, I spent a lot of time up there and and really have a lot of... uh, I have a lot of fondness for 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 the uh, for Eddie. So so yeah, I'd love to come up there as soon as I can. I if and if if not September, I'll be around. So we're 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 not too far from you. Right on, man. We'll get you out to the ballpark. Have you been to Truist Park? Have you been inside the new stadium? I don't think so. I don't Goodness. think so. Yeah, we got to get you in there, dude. It's unbelievable. You you would not believe what the Braves have done with this battery complex in that stadium. <laughs> There's about 100 different teams from across the country and across the world that come out here about monthly or at least every other month trying to figure out how they can capture what the Braves created. Oh, wow. Yeah, I would, I'd love to come see that. That sounds like a pretty pretty fascinating experience. Braves fans, thank you so much for listening. Hope you'll subscribe to the Braves Country Podcast. Hit the like button. Share the show with your friends and your neighbors across Braves Country. And we'll talk to you next time on the Braves Country Podcast. Y'all come back now, you hear? You hear? I picked that one up from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> That's a good reference. I wonder how many folks still get it. I don't know, but let me tell you, I use it on on the radio all the time. People will bring it up, and they're like, I love when you say, y'all come back, now you're here. I'm like, y'all realize that ain't mine. I I didn't come up with it. I just love it. Continued success, and uh, I hope to get to meet you in person real soon. I know. I hope so, too. Let's hope to try to make that happen. I would be glad to shake your hand. Thank you all. Yes, sir. Adam, have a great day, bud. Thanks, y'all, too. See See you now. Bye. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon properties in savannah georgia servicing the historic downtown savannah area the island area and atlanta's beach beautiful tybee island georgia call joel solomon today 912-604-0896 that's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the georgia coast braves country also sponsored by smith's old bar best live music venue in atlanta since 1994 located in the heart of midtown at 1578 piedmont avenue smith's old bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com save. That's worthybonds.com save, and save and win. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.